Blog Talk Radio. It's time for the Bobby Eaton Show, giving you information you want to know and music for your soul. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. For the Bobby Eaton Show, yeah. giving you information you'll want to know, speaking on issues affecting us all, and music for the soul. Yeah. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. All right. Hey, everybody. Hey, welcome to the Bobby Eaton Show. This is where we tell our stories our way. And do we have a show for you today? We got City Council Member District 1, Vanessa Hall Harper, in the house. And we're going to be jamming, having some fun. So you're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. Vanessa Hall Harper, how are we doing there, lady? I'm blessed. Thank you for yes, having me. Great. Glad you can meet it. Miss Christie's in here, too. How are we doing? Hey, hey. I'm hey, 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 hey. And, and Miss Nisi, of course. And hey. uh, you guys, welcome to the show. And today we're talking about some issues and things going on in the community. And Vanessa, hey, like I said, welcome to the show. Thank you. Where we tell our stories our way in the talk community. We Already. right in the hood right here. <laughs> You know what I mean? And love just, to be here. Once yeah, again. we do what we do, and we do it our way. So, Vanessa, um, you've been a city council member for how long now? Tell uh, our audience. Roughly, roughly 19 months, 18 to 19 months. That's so, all? That's all. Just that short? <laughs> yeah, our terms are two years, two-year terms on the city council. Two-year terms. Yes. We've got the current election coming up, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, August 28th. August the 28th. And uh, we want, now all you people, now y'all got to get out and vote. Yes. You know, y'all got to get out and vote. You yes, know what yes. I mean? And uh, I ain't going to tell you who to vote for, but, <laughs> you know, but uh, uh, you got to get out and vote. You know what I mean? We want you to do that. Yeah, we got to we got to uh, do that. So, Vanessa, you, since you've been in, you've done so much in such a short period of time. You've Thank done you. a whole lot, you know. You. You've done the African Affairs Commission. Mm-hmm. You've done an expungement over there. Yes, the dollar so. stores over there. you got mm-hmm. a cleanup campaign going on in Absolutely. North Tulsa and all of that. What drives you? What gets you started, you know? You know, just wanting to serve my community and to and wanting to see my community improve. Mm-hmm. And so it, it takes all of us, no one person, 
uh, can accomplish really anything of significance. And so I pride myself on uh, being collaborative and working with others in the community who are just as passionate about improving the quality of life mm-hmm. in District 1. In District and 1. And so I'm, I'm excited Got about you. it. I, I wake up every morning uh, eager to figure out how I can do, what can be done to improve my community. And let's, and let's get on it. Let's make it happen. Well, so, you, you yeah. know, I see you riding up and down the streets of the hood all around, <laughs> you know, truck and stuff. But y'all be, hey, y'all be like Batman and Robin. Right, you know, right. Like, y'all be getting it. <laughs> You know, be getting it. I'll be like, you you pass by here sometime. I wave. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, girl? You be getting it. Yeah. So and, grabbing you know, and, and that's the kind have. of uh, passion and stuff that we need. You know, people who have that great feel for the community. You know, as you all know, I love the community too. Absolutely. So I'm all about the community and the betterment of our community. Right. Education. Mm-hmm. development, encouragement. You know, we got to start loving one another once again. Absolutely. And stuff that love, L-O-V-E, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> we start doing that to some people that's kind of hard to do that with, you know, mm-hmm. because uh, we got those struggles and those ba- battles right there. But me, uh, since you've been elected and been in office mm-hmm. uh, down at the city, are there any challenges that you may have oh, yeah. down there that you can... <laughs> you can share with our community in District 1? Absolutely. I'm, I'm, uh, there's a challenge right now that, that we'll be voting on uh, in, on this Wednesday. We meet on Wednesdays. Um, and so I requested to go to a conference, just like in any job. You have uh, funds set aside for training, mm-hmm. workshops, types of things. Uh, and I've, tra- I've, I've requested to attend a training that's coming up in September. On uh, oversight of uh, oversight committees uh, and commissions over law enforcement, and uh, actually uh, someone reached out to me. Um, he's the executive director of this organization uh, out of Oakland, California, and okay. they and they initiated this national organization. Uh, abbreviation uh, is NACOL, N-A-C-O-L-E, but it is the national organization uh, of oversight of uh, law enforcement. And he saw that uh, he, he he said he he saw an article uh, somewhere about our police accountability forum that we held, um, and and that was something we we held. I, I partnered with the Terrace Cruncher Foundation to host, mm-hmm. and he somewhere he saw it. Uh, again, he's out in Oakland, California, and he reached out to me and sent me an email, um, just recommending that you know making me aware of the organization and that they're having their national conference coming up. And mm-hmm. so he sent me the information. Uh, to, to attend that. And so I put in the request for that. And um, there are those at uh, in, in city government. Notice I did not say city council. I said those in city government right. mm-hmm. who um, feels that I shouldn't be able to go to that conference. Why? Because they, they're saying it's connected to the ethics uh, opinion that I can't or shouldn't have anything to do with the Tulsa Police Department or law enforcement because my husband is a police officer. Oh, they're holding you accountable for that, so you can't be independently speaking of of having your own thought process. Oh, I can and I I will, yeah. but that's to say that's that's something that I am kind of battling right now. But it's okay. It need it, it's a it's a fight that needs to happen. Conflict of interest. Is exactly. That what basically? And 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 it's not mm-hmm. uh, it's not even close. But that goes to show that what the powers that be. Uh, in different organizations and, and, and political action committees and so forth, 
uh, can try to influence policy. Yeah. They can try to influence uh, activities. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's politics. I mean, you'll, you'll find that at every level. But the fact of the matter is that it's, um, it's false. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a broad uh, – I've, t- I've talked to attorneys, in fact. It's a very broadly written opinion, and, and let me say again, it is an opinion. Opinion. Okay. It is an opinion. Okay. So not a not a set rule, policy, law that is they, well, you. They they wrote the opinion based uh-huh. on the ethics code that we have established. But in the ethics code, uh, it's not a I won't say a law, but it is a code. It is something it, okay, that, so that it's that, meant implemented. Right? It, it's it's meant to be implemented. Mm-hmm. But even codes can be wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. But the opinion is what uh, they're basing their their position on and trying to keep me from uh, attending this conference. But can I ask you this code unused with others before? <laughs> uh, it's fun. It's, I'm glad you asked me that question because this is something that I've just been dealing with today and in, in the last couple of days. So I've requested the ethics opinion mm-hmm. on my other eight fellow city counselors. Mm-hmm. I was told when I came into office that it is just common practice that when a new counselor is elected and comes on to the city council, that uh, an ethics opinion is done. It's just common practice. And I get that. That made sense to me. I said, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was told that, and, and you may recall, Ben Kimbrough, who, who's another city councilor, right, right, we came right. in at the same time. Those right. were the two seats that, that were, were new uh, in, in 2016. And I was told by the, um, the office administrator at that time that, he had requested an ethics opinion on both of us. Uh, several months later in April, um, I received my ethics opinion. I assumed that uh, Councillor Kimbrough received his as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm learning again today in the last couple of days that one was not even requested. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's just what they told me. Mm-hmm. So it, it's been since day one uh, that the powers that be have have been working to try to make me or keep me ineffective as as far as serving uh, my community and addressing the issues. It's always a fight. It's always a fight. It's always a fight. We've, like, we've, we've had to fight ever since we got off the boat. People of color. This, and yeah. that's not going to change. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not surprised at those things. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised and I'm certainly not going to, to uh, cower down to them. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it is? Uh, to do with race being woman, I mean, do you do you have? Yeah, I think it's a I think it's a little bit of all of that. Yeah. Uh, and just wanting to uh, have someone in office that's going to uh, maintain status quo. Right. And maybe maybe my mantra of being unbought and unbossed was enough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> let people they, know. They oh, well, we better that. we better put we better quiet her down real quick, yeah. real quick, fast, and in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've asked. Uh, for the ethics opinion and um, basically what I've been told thus far is that there aren't and I'm talking really? about on all of the other city councilors mm. um, and and that I find that very very interesting especially when you consider the fact that there's a current sitting councilor whose son is a fireman right right oh okay. which I just found that out yesterday yeah. right now a, yeah, but yet <laughs> there's never been any kind of con- uh, any an, kind an of ethics opinion about that or just uh, yeah yeah. Yes, but and but he, I get and he and your paid. husband are for the city and they work in those. Yeah, they're both those sworn service, officers. So, yeah, service yeah, area. They're, they're both sworn officers. officers. Yeah, uh, and I get a six page. Any difference made between the fire department and police officer? Absolutely, I mean, like, they're both sworn officers. 
sworn positions. Yeah. yeah. And some have taken donations from the FOP. What did you say? And some have taken um, donations from the FOP. Oh, really? And that's that could be a conflict of interest. It would make sense, sure. but that's that's just not just the, not the, the case. So mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's it's, a, it's a minor it's yeah. a minor battle. Yeah. We we had to battle through. The, uh, the moratorium as well as the healthy neighborhood yeah. overlay. We've had to yeah. battle through the African American Affairs Commission. If yeah. you recall, we protested that mm-hmm. for two years before yeah. it actually was implemented. Yeah. And so it, it's it's a fight that I'm uh, accustomed to fighting and, 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 and not good, afraid to fight. It's a good thing that you have the African Affairs Commission now in place right. because other ethnic groups had theirs, correct? Absolutely. The Hispanic Affairs Commission was mm-hmm. is, a lo- oddly enough, the longest standing. That's crazy. I would have thought the Native Americans would have been longer, but they weren't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah. We got an African Affairs Commission now. We finally have an African American Affairs Commission. Well, and we yeah. had to fight for that. Yeah. If you recall, my talk. predecessor uh, had said had publicly that we didn't need one. Yeah, I heard that. You know. I wasn't here at the time when that, uh, uh, when that was going on, but I heard that he said that we didn't need one, like you said, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but we got one now. You know, Absolutely. and how is that working right now? What, what, are, where, where are we at with that, Miss Christie? Mm-hmm. Right now, the African American, the African American Affairs Commission, we're still in those planning stages. We're forming committees. Uh, we have our communications committee formed, um, and this, well, this next week coming up, well, on the 14th is our next meeting, um, and we're going to be forming our education committee, and we also have our small, a small business committee as well. So. We're, we're we're just from the ground up working, you yeah. know, because putting it together, putting right? it together, right. and, and and that's the huge thing about it. Um, I read a comment today that says that they expected us to be running right off the ground, but that's not the case on a commission because mm-hmm. you know these other commissions have been in place for over thirty five years. Mm-hmm. So and here we are, and here we started. are. We're just right. getting started. Right. We have to create bylaws and right. and all that thing just from scratch. So. Mm. And, yeah. But we do plan to do some great things, and we are going to do some great things. Uh, we actually have have been really trying to challenge the truancy uh, ordinance with Karen Gilbert. Right. So yeah. we've been doing that behind the scenes by meeting with uh, her. And that's one of the things that, that that's great about having an African-American Affairs Commission, mm-hmm. because now we can be a part of these conversations that is taking place mm-hmm. at City Hall. Before, we didn't have that. We didn't have that representation. Didn't have that voice. Right. 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 So right. Now, now we do. So mm-hmm. we're doing we're we're doing some great things and it's going to be a lot more coming. Well, that's good to know. You know, it's needed and uh, any anything to move uh, us as a people forward. I'm for it. You know, I'm always for that right there. And uh, glad, glad you. How often do you guys meet? Well, we actually on the second Tuesday of each month, mm-hmm. but we do have little committee meetings. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. that's not open mm-hmm. to the public. Well, they are public, yeah. but yeah. they're not. You're in the building stages, so you right. got to kind of put it together for right. you to just jump out there. Right. I can understand the that. The word goes on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it still mm-hmm. goes on. Great, 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 great. Well, Vanessa, uh, it's campaign season, oh, yeah. and uh, you, you're you out in the streets knocking on doors and stuff like that. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, the dollar stores. Let's talk about a little bit mm-hmm. about the dollar stores. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, some success with that. Absolutely. You know, and no more dollar stores, right? We have enough. Ten is enough. We got and, more and in we, District One than any other. They, district we're not gonna open up no more, right? <laughs> we we don't Ain't need no more to come. Right? We don't need any more. Right. And 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 let me just say this: um, had the the developers had their way, we would have a family dollar uh, next door to Taco Bell up in the Gateway 
shopping center. Yeah. A, lot of, up, a lot of people don't realize that we were able to stop that one, but absolutely, they were going to put one right up the street. <laughs> and, oh, see, and, and, and I want people to understand something, is a uh, an intentional business model yes. for these discount dollar stores. Yeah. It is by design. Uh, I'll give you an example. Um, since I've been working on this, I've had communications, I've had, had some uh, city officials um, reach out to me from New Orleans. And it's an, it's an issue there as well. And mm-hmm. what has happened uh, in the, the way it's been explained to me is that pre-Katrina, mm-hmm. the, 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 the hurricane, there were in this one particular ward, I can't remember the, the number, but in this one particular ward, there were two discount dollar stores. Okay. After a uh, post-Hurricane Katrina, there's 16. 16. 16. Yeah. Two before. And in the rebuilding... They have proliferated this one ward with 16. This is by design. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was easy for them to come in and do that then. It's not as easy in, in neighborhoods or established communities, but they are still doing it. Uh, we was uh, able to, our efforts was recognized by HBO Vice News, where we were uh, a part of a, of a story that they did that, that, was, that went national. We put right, it out. We're right. going to continue to put it out mm-hmm. to show the effects of these discount dollar stores mm-hmm. in communities. And it's not by accident that these, this is done in poor communities and black and brown communities, Right. period. So it's targeted. It's very much it targeted. Mm-hmm. It's very much targeted and by design. And so as city officials, as city uh, elected officers, we have not only the authority, but we have a responsibility to address these types of issues. Mm-hmm. And what that study uh, showed that was on Vice News HBO was that not only that it was by design. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was mm-hmm. by design, but it has a, a a clear effect on the ability of full service quality grocery stores mm-hmm. to come into communities, set up shop, and be successful. And so uh, the 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 video. The, and, the, and, go ahead. And uh, uh, poor quality goods, right? Very poor quality goods. Mm-hmm. You know, after we um, after the Dollar General opened on Pine. You know, we were still protesting, right. and and uh, they decided to take a couple of shelves or whatever and put some yeah. some fruits and vegetables or whatever. <laughs> I've still not gone into the store. And I, I still won't. haven't either. But I did when I was out campaigning just last uh-huh. week. Ran into a lady that said she ran in there, didn't want to, but had to for something quick. And she thinks I think she said she wanted to buy an onion or something. Mm-hmm. She said it was totally disgusting, totally disgusting in there. Really? Oh, absolutely. Uh, which I knew would would be the would be the case. Right. Mm-hmm. They're not set up. Their business model is not set up in that particular store right here, to right. offer fresh fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. and meats. And what a lot mm-hmm. of people don't realize is that early on, before they turned one morsel of, of dirt, we requested if they were going to come. Right. That's what I was. We requested ask. that they yep. that they open up their market store concept. Dollar General has a market mm-hmm. store. There's yeah, two in the state of Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Right. That that offers fresh meat fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, yeah. all of that. And and we requested that they use that store. We have a, plenty of the uh, of their right. stores, the other stores in mm-hmm. District 1. Right. Why not make this one the market concept right. store? Which would have been better. Which would have been better, right. which would have offered the uh, particularly the the elderly population that lives right. across the street, street in right. Plaza, exactly. you know, these the things that they needed. Vegetables. But the mm-hmm. answer clearly was no. 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 But when we continued they, to protest, mm-hmm. that's when that we that we were being appeased, if you will, right, mm-hmm. or pacified, which is what I said. That was simply a pacification. So mm-hmm. I was asked, "Well, 
are you happy now? No, I'm not happy now. No. Because that's not what we asked for. That's not what we needed. And we certainly didn't need another discount dollar store in mm-hmm. our community. Because, mm-hmm. uh, again, the grocery store is coming. We knew that when, when, when they um, opened this store. But, again, it makes it more difficult for the store to be successful. And we, I just don't want a store to come in here. I want that store to be successful. I want it to be clean. I want it to be quality. I want mm-hmm. it to be products that any and everybody would, would shop, shop and, and, right. And, right. and feed their families mm-hmm. with. And when, these, when there's this unjust, unfair competition, which this is, we don't need 10 in one community. No, we don't. And so, I mean, that was a fight, as you all know. from yeah, the, right. you oh, know, for sure. And yeah. a fight that was won by the community, mm-hmm. purely the community. The community showed up. And said, no, this is not what we want. Yeah. Because when I first pro- approached this issue, I was told that it's illegal. You can't do it. You know, even then, a fight. And, but little did they know that I'd already researched it and knew what is legal and what was possible. Communities have been doing it all over the country. Yes. So you did all your homework. I did all my homework. Yeah. And you have to yeah. do that. So you can't mm-hmm. just sit back and go along to get along. Wait for somebody to say, oh, but no, you can't do that. Or come up with an ethics opinion and say, oh, no, you can't do that. And you just sit back and say, okay. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not going to say, okay, I'm going to question. We have to remember, slavery was once legal. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. (laughs) But we we had to fight in order to change that. Mm -hmm. And and these policies, some of these policies that are existing today, we have to do the same. And we need somebody that's going to. It's always a struggle. It's always a struggle. Mm -hmm. And we need people in office that's going to say it's a struggle. We're not going to be satisfied with this. And we're going to move on. We don't need people that's going to go along and get along. Yeah. See, what people don't realize, if they did their research, yeah. um, they would see that there are towns and cities, you know, all over the United States that have been fighting against both dollar stores mm-hmm. yeah. for years. Yeah. We're talking 15, 20 years yeah. about yeah. proliferation in their communities. Mm-hmm. It's not just Tulsa. No. It it goes all the way from, you know, east and west coast well, where they're yeah. being done. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, you you know how I feel about it. I talk about this all the time. You know, and I believe in the Black Wall Street way of life. I believe in spending the black dollar with black people and us getting back and having our own grocery stores, our own cleaners, our own washerias, our own service stations, and service-oriented things. Because when you do that, you can bring economic wealth within our community. You know, and you yes. can educate. You can so healthy foods bring healthy minds. Mm-hmm. You know, in the mindset of, of unity and that black dollar flipping over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So we need to get back to that. You know, if you can spin black, spin black, you know what yeah. I mean? And uh, that's what's going and, on. And I want to point out uh, one of the issues that uh, Ms. Nisi yeah. brought out when we were having the uh, community um, comment as it relates to the moratorium. We need to remember the moratorium, yeah. That, that um, in October, I believe. These discount dollar stores will be able to sell beer and wine. Oh, I know that's a whole you know, other thing. That's a whole other right. story. People, people are not realizing that, and that was something that she brought up when she spoke before yeah. the city council because yeah. she had just gotten back from I I think, Dallas, yeah. right? And and saw where they had already enacted. She was in a discount dollar store and saw them said, witness that. So this and, is coming. There's, there's coming. no question about so, if, so, but when. So and when, so let's think about those now things. That actually was passed in Louisiana at the very first of the year. So in Louisiana, yeah. Shreveport specifically, yeah. they have stores that are already sanctioned. Yeah. It's, all, it's already happening. Can, it's already can happening. Can you imagine those stores in the hood? Now they got beer and wine and young people being able to next door to schools. Yeah, mm-hmm. next door to schools being able to get the old some old guy to go yeah. in there and buy them alcohol. 
Yeah. You know, because it's they're fun. not held to the same yeah. uh, standard as a liquor store right. because no. they're sanctioned for small box dollar stores. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's a difference in how they can operate as opposed mm-hmm. to a liquor store. Oh, we better look the out. The zoning is different it's for coming. them as better opposed look to a liquor store. October 2018. October. Yeah. October. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. We need to think on these and things. And you know alcohol is, is, a, is a somewhat of a problem in our in our community, you know what I mean? Because uh, a lot of uh, depression comes from the alcohol. Don't get me wrong. That's all right to have a little sip of so-and-so and so-and-so. <laughs> I have a little sip every once in a while. But, you know, we got a lot of alcoholics, mm-hmm. you know, alcoholic uh, addicted people in our community. So let's be careful and be cognizant about what's getting ready to happen with these dollar stores, bringing this alcohol in there. You know what I mean? So if a little boy asks you to go in there and get him some wine, you know what I mean? No, be turn him down. Be an adult. Be an adult. You know, <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that to him. We don't want you to do that to him. Now, Miss Vanessa, I did. uh, There was another part as far as research was done that it shows that their marketing analysts for the small box dollar stores, Mm -hmm. um, they actually go, they went in and did a study and they said that low income people, even though they, because they, even though they have the less amount of money, you know, the least Mm -hmm. amount of money, they spend the most money Mm -hmm. in on tobacco products and oh, alcohol sure. products. Absolutely. So by up. design, mm-hmm. that's the reason why they came. Mm-hmm. Uh, their research shows that they target women, African-American women mm-hmm. between, what is it, 25 and 45? That or, makes about, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. 25 Raising and children. 45, uh-huh. single parents, mm-hmm. yes. So that is the reason why they bring those stores into mm-hmm. the community. Absolutely. It totally yeah. makes sense. As we said from the beginning, it's by design. Mm-hmm. By and, design. and they care only about their pockets. They only care about the bottom right. line. And so they want uh, elected officials who's going to take the position of, well, you have to let the market dictate. No, you don't. Yeah, you don't. If you know that something is a problem, something is hurting and killing your community, as elected officials, we have to have the, the wherewithal to stand up and say no more. They wouldn't right. do it in theirs. And exactly. Of course they wouldn't. Yeah. Of course they wouldn't. <laughs> because they would be doing it some of it themselves, helping that. Oh, right. I have they heard in Tulsa where yeah. some discount dollar stores have been shut down. Yeah. But the powers that be, the people with the influence, mm-hmm. simply made a call. They don't have to get out and protest in the hot right. summer and in the winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't have to do that. When they say no, it's if you have power, help. you have influence, you have money, mm-hmm. all you have to do is make a call. And it's done. You lack melanin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, I believe say it, you, say you it when you can. I already know. And that's what's happening. So, well, we got that. So we count. have to say no. We have to say no and, yeah. and, and be uncompromising that's right. about right. it. Yeah. And they don't like that. No. They don't like that's that. That's the system. That's the system that we you live know. in. And yeah, it's not system. new. Yeah. It's, it's, we're still going through. Now, Miss mm-hmm. you know. Vanessa, also, I'm yes. sorry about it, but yes. I wanted to say let them know. This wasn't the first location. This wasn't the first oh, time that this Dollar not. General was presented absolutely not. to this neighborhood. Absolutely uh, not. They, they have been working on, on that for over five years. And so the first time they were trying to build uh, this store, the same location, the same developer, it was along MLK Boulevard, and it was going to be right behind that uh, the Family, family dollar. dollar that's mm-hmm. next to North Point. Because wow. ideally, if you look at how the uh, the store anywhere in any country and in, in any any district, they try to build as close to one another as possible, mm-hmm. so that they can have that 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 close competition. 
And so um, the, the lot that is, it was also, and it's still also owned by Social Development Authority, it was zoned as residential. And mm-hmm. so if you look at those homes that are right behind the, uh, the family dollar that faces Pine, but uh, along MLK, you'll see that there's some very, very beautiful, nice homes. That's where mm-hmm. a lot of the shotgun homes were, and people went in, bought those lots, and built their beautiful right. $200,000, $250,000 and up, yeah. $1,000 homes. Right. And so uh, they wanted to build that, the, that, that store there right behind or next, uh, next door, a stone's throw away from where the family dollar is. But the neighborhood uh, came no. out and said no, right. because it would have required a zoning change mm-hmm. because it, the, the, the property is zoned residential. Mm-hmm. And, it, they would, it, and when you uh, request a zoning change from residential to, to, to business or commercial, um, you have to notify the residents in right. that, in that exactly. area. And so the neighborhood showed up and said no. Then about two years later, they came back again at the same site and tried it again. But again, the neighborhood, the, the people no. stood, came to the planning mission and said, no, we don't want this. And so then they went and built the one that's on Peoria. If you go down Peoria, right. the, that's right off to, to the right or to the, uh, the east, they uh, the built one that right one. Before Mohawk, Mohawk. Right, 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 right before there. Mohawk. Yeah. They built that one. But they were not satisfied. They still wanted to be in this Pine Street uh, corridor. Mm-hmm. And then they came back and proposed the one that's on Pine. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we were there at the TDA meetings when it was proposed. We stood and said, no, we don't need any more discount dollar stores. But the powers that be in the good old boy system network got together and, and made it happen anyway. Mm-hmm. And so the community has been saying no for years. Right. But right. once again, those that are in, uh, in power, developers and so forth, they're going to, you know, they're going to do it anyway. They're yeah. going to shove it down your throat. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what, that, that's what has happened. Shoving yeah. it down your throat. That's it. And that's, and uh, you know. And most people don't know or realize mm-hmm. that, that, that story. Mm-hmm. And the community has continued to say no more. Yeah. yeah, we have to stand up. We got to get out of our comfort zone and get out. Because you got a few soldiers here, you know, in District 1. But we need more soldiers, mm-hmm. you know, you know, and you've been having the, a lot of town hall meetings, yes. more so than I've seen in a long time. The gathering of the troops, you know Absolutely. what I mean? And people coming in and different discussions been taking place. I've been at a few of them. I try to mm-hmm. make as many as I can when I'm yeah, out on the radio. <laughs> and uh, what got you to the point to where you say, I guess you just said, hey, we need to start meeting more. That's, that's the only way. Uh, mm-hmm. Prior to. Uh, we were kept ignorant mm-hmm. as a community of the process of government and how government functions and of what's going on in our community. Right. That is how we don't realize something coming up until we see the sign go up. Right, exactly. And we're like, what is that? I wonder. You know, our, those types of things. And, and, and that's not fair to the people. Right. You're not. After, You're not serving after the fact. After the fact. Or yeah. when it's way too late. It's when right. all the permissive right. business yeah. is approved. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And, and, and the plan has been made for you mm-hmm. without you right. and it's going forward. Right. And so when I when I campaigned, when I ran, I said, no, we are going to engage and empower the community with education, with knowledge. That's it. And and that's why I hold the town hall yeah. meeting. Yeah. And and I think it's absolutely necessary. That yeah. is one way, not only that you that I engage and let my my district citizens know what's going on but i've learned so much from from my constituents 
Right. They have to they have informed and have to tell me what's going on in their respective neighborhoods so that we can come together and figure out ways to address issues. Right. And 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 that has to be. But I think now or I know that the powers that be want us to go back to the old way of doing things. Yeah. Where there's 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 a go along to get along. There's one person. No, every time I learn something, I'm just gonna come out and tell my community. You all need to know what's going on behind and the scenes. That's what we need to do is relay that information. That's why you're sitting up on the radio right now. It's, oh, yeah. it's all about communication. <laughs> oh yeah. And we have to. And have, we've been here yeah. how many times? We, right. We've been you've here been several, several times. times. Yeah, you've supported right. me in so many ways. You know, <laughs> this mixer that I got right here, you helped me get that. You know, so I know how the support can go when we work together Absolutely. to do things. You know, and uh, that support is very much so needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So look here. Well, let's go to the phone lines. I think we got a caller or two wants to call in. Let's see what we got going on right here. Because we got people from everywhere. Area code five six two six eight five. You're on the Bobby Eaton show. All right, Bobby. This is Regina Parker. How are you? Hey, Regina. How are you doing? I can't hardly hear you that good. Get closer to the phone. I'm on the phone. Can you hear me now? I hear you, but I hear you real low there. Real low. Let me uh let me uh are you on I a speakerphone? Yeah, I am. Yeah, get off that speakerphone and talk directly to me. Okay, hold on. <laughs> okay, can you hear me now? I hear you a little Bobby. bit better, but I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to deal with you. Go ahead. Okay. Um Vanessa. Yes. I no longer live in Tulsa. I have a home in your district, and I plan on moving back home in the future. Wonderful. Because I'm going to move back home in the future once I retire. Mm-hmm. Great. Hello? Yeah, you can you hear, hear me? Yeah, yes. we hear okay. you. If you all will allow me, I have two questions for you. Okay. Okay, my first question is, what relationship have you built with financial institutions to assist the people in your district to obtain loans to become business owners and also home ownership? Okay, you want me to answer that now or you want to ask your second question? I'm gonna give you and let me give you the second question and then you can answer that. Okay. And my second question is, what are you doing? for public service in your district to protect the citizens of the community. Okay. Um, relationships with financial institutions. Uh, first of all, thank you for asking that question. It's a great question. And so just to give you one example, uh, we, we now have a full service quality grocery store coming. And, and just to, I'll just tell you how that came about. So right after I won the election, I called uh, TEDC, the Tulsa Economic Development Corporation. Uh, Executive director's name is Rose Washington. And asked, and, she, and that is a financial institution. And their, uh, their goal, or their, they specialize in funding for small business. TEDC, the Tulsa Economic Development Corporation. Executive director's name is Rose Washington. Go ahead. In my mind. Um, and so, yes, that is a very strong relationship. She has been, she has been the TEDC, uh, Rose Washington has right. been very instrumental in, in uh, supporting and, and bringing uh, this quality uh, grocer 
to North Tulsa. Uh, and she has helped ver uh, various other uh, businesses, small businesses uh, in the community as well. We've also uh, created, uh, announced uh, the, the creation of the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce and the mission of helping uh, uh, small businesses, uh, recruiting and building entrepreneurs of the community. And so uh, we did announce that in May, and, and, and not to throw a shot at anyone, but the fact of the matter is uh, the need uh, for black, or uh, not just black, uh, of course, the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a business, but all businesses to build, to, to be able to be successful. So uh, those are just, that's, that's two things that, that I've done. Um, public service as far as safety. Um, what what I, my, my belief, and this is something I've been working on for, for since I've been in office, is that our safety is, is tied to uh, what we as citizens uh, can do um, and should be doing. I have been working to build a neighborhood association. Uh, at one time uh, in, in Tulsa, in North Tulsa particularly, um, our, our neighborhood associations were very strong. They were uh, the key to, to so many things uh, yeah, successful in our communities. And so uh, I have found uh, I got a list of all the neighborhood associations, and I have found that there has been uh, several that have just gone dormant. Um, you know, the people that were hanging and, and chairing those uh, uh, neighborhood associations either have passed away, or uh, people have gone into you know to nursing homes, or they just haven't been able to to fulfill those duties like they once did. And so, what I'm want, working to do is literally to get out. And, and identify where these boundaries, where these neighborhood neighborhood associations already exist, and literally knocking on doors and recruiting people to to uh, to rebirth, to reinvigorate uh, those neighborhood associations that have been in existence at one time, as well as starting new ones that that have never been in existence, uh, and getting out and, and talking and, and knowing each other, meeting with each Sarah's uh, grandson down the street, or mm -hmm. who he is, and if you see him down here uh, throwing rocks yeah, at somebody's you know, house, you know, right. say, yeah, no right. one gave him, hey, you need to get this um, In fact, I've been <laughs> lately in the neighborhood that I, I drive in quite a bit. Uh, a couple of kids, they are doing. I, I, I caught them kicking in a front of a, a, a closed business. You know, and I stopped him. I chased him. I stopped him. You're not going to do this anymore. So I finally went on the door. I need you to know what's going on. This is what I've, we've witnessed. Uh, they, they little kids, eight men. They called the police. You know, I, re I went to the parents. I went to other neighbors in the neighborhood and said, do you know this little boy right here? Yeah, I know him. That's his mama right there. I went and talked to her. That's the father. More of that, yeah. um, and 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 the safety part as far as the policing officers, we have that coming. But for public safety, overwhelmingly to hire more officers, and that is a part of it. But there's so much more that we can do as as right. in a community to address this and build those relationships with. Our, uh, I think one we 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 can prove again that we can engage and we can 
responsibility for our own uh, communities, our own neighborhoods, our own stores. When we see somebody stealing, hey, is somebody over here stealing? Mm-hmm. You know, just uh, for about that area. We can take yes. back our back right. we can't fix one or two people just to take back we gotta do government to do. Right, exactly. We have a part to play. There's you a know, I was, responsibility, I believe that mm-hmm. exists. I was and telling some uh, people the other day, if you got a crack house next to you, you gotta call the police. You gotta you gotta you know you gotta do what you gotta do to make your neighborhood safe. And I'm glad you mentioned that in particular because I'm working uh, in neighborhoods who and, and I'm, I, I think outside the box. So yeah, we're gonna work with our 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 law enforcement. You know, you have your neighborhood association meetings. You invite people from the city, whether it's the fire department, mm-hmm. that can come in and say, "Let's share every house in the neighborhood fire alarm." Uh, whether okay, this mm-hmm. so we have to work with our uh, government, but it can't be on the people, and it can't be solely on uh, our safety. Right. We have work together yeah. in order to the change mm-hmm. that we that need. That village to concept that we Absolutely. used to have a Absolutely. long time ago. And yeah. one of the things, just, you mentioned the crack houses, one of the things that I'm working on right now, and I'm going to do, and this is one of the things I'm looking forward to in my second term, oh, we're going to pull together, build these associations you in the neighborhood association mm-hmm. that's across the way. Mm-hmm. Come, we identify yeah. out in front. In time, front of look out. Right. You know,
Technical difficulty going on right here, so we want you guys to stick around. It's over. It looks like it's breaking up a little bit. So, let's see if I can get right here. Boom. <laughs> see, man, we got people listening everywhere. Okay. Even so we're- All right. Well, glad to be back. Uh, do we still have Regina? Or can she? If you're still no. listening, please call back. She's in. Okay. We had a little. T- Oh, we got a bunch of listeners today. That's right. It may sound a little choppy or something like that because everybody's tuning in from everywhere. Wow. All right. All right. All right. I love it. Mm -hmm. So uh, I I hope that I answered. Um, You can reach out to me. Uh, You can on my city council website, uh, email address rather, uh, D as in district T1 at officercouncil.org. And and if you have any suggestions or recommendations beyond what uh, the, the questions that I've answered, I would love to hear uh, what you have to say. And I because you know it's just not my time. I love uh, talking and communicating with with the citizens because that's where the great ideas come from. For me, right. I don't I, I don't all. Um, and so please. Uh, have an open door policy. Please reach out to me and, and let's talk about how we can uh, address, uh, address some of the issues that we face in our community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, moving moving forward, this upcoming election is getting ready to take place. And uh, it's been a little, uh, I don't know what to say about it. You know, here but um, uh, Jerry Goodwin and Lana Turner, mm-hmm. which are running in this race right here, right? Yes. And how do you feel about uh, the way things are going as far as campaigning and things, uh, uh, you know, that? I, I feel great about it. Uh, I'm very um, like The community is, is energized mm-hmm. by some of the successes that we've been able to, to accomplish the first 18 months. And and the community is, is surely more engaged uh, just like all battles, when we we were able to get the six months, I mean, that overly healthy neighborhoods overly, that empowered. I, I sent fear, empowered uh, the people to know, you know what, we can mm-hmm. we, we can we can be involved, we can uh, we can make recommendations. Uh, just to give you an example of BC Park, um, that process by which the community engaged. With its government, with the park department, uh, where we were the from citizens. Chief, by the way, who's in, who's in the uh, studio. But um, the idea to, to make BC part street playground. You know, I when I heard it, I was wow. That is that is that's that is, a great that idea. Is such a great idea. And mm-hmm. so we worked with our local parks department to make that a reality. It is an awesome. Part. People are using time. I mean, it was it was just it. You know? So those are the successes we need to celebrate, and we have a lot, a lot of a lot of work to do, particularly when we're talking about uh, relationships with our And I believe that those can be similar 
positive experiences. It's going to take work. It's going to take work. And we all have to be on the same team and on the same side. Yeah. Uh, as adversarial, uh, it's accomplished, but I believe uh, that we can uh, come together, work together with people who understand that we need the police department, but guess what? The police department need us. Yeah, okay, so when we come together, we can accomplish great things. There's been examples throughout this where policing has, uh, has worked has been successful in, in, in people's lives of life uh, in cities and communities have been uh, improved and do the same thing. Um, I'm looking forward to, to doing that work uh, and I'm hoping that, you know, the sponsors mm-hmm. are, are willing and able to do that as well. I'm excited about right. the possibilities of our future. Yeah. We're having a little bit of technical difficulty. Things seem a little bit you know, we tell our stories. Wait, so bear with us. We're working on the technical issues. Uh, we're, you know, you know. So, but we got Vanessa Paul Harpin here. Uh, also, District One City Council member, and uh, we've been talking about some issues, and we're going to continue to talk about some issues. And uh, forget about August. It again, <laughs> you know, I keep saying it over and over. August the 28th, maybe I gotta speak a little slower. Yeah, uh-uh. yeah August the 28th, <laughs> August the 3rd, to get registered to vote in the uh election for the uh for voting right, on August right. the 28th. So, right. the 3rd is your deadline for, and you know, vote for whoever like. Uh, qualified for the job, who's ever in there, you know what I mean? You know, we got Vanessa on the show. I did invite uh, a couple of the other uh, opponents to this, and I was going to be neutral, y'all. Right. I'm going to tell you, I was going to be neutral yeah. if they did show up, you know what I mean? But uh, they didn't. They decided and declined, so therefore, hey, Vanessa's here. So we got a show for Vanessa, and we, we that's all good in the neighborhood. That's it. So, you know, you know my doors are always open. Baby. Right. I yeah. interview more mm-hmm. folks in the community than the law allows. Mm-hmm. Every week is somebody coming in, some small business, mm-hmm. somebody, some kids, or uh, something coming inside this little right here, and we're dealing with them on the Bobby Eaton show or the Juice Radio show. Mm-hmm. Right. You mm-hmm. know, so we try to uh, the community. Chrissy, you are, you like to Vanessa's right arm over here. You know, <laughs> You you the sidekick, you know. And it's a it's a pleasure for you to even be in the house. And everywhere I go, I see Vanessa. You can find in and play. Gotta run for a Right. You know, get in. I am running. I'm running. Yeah, she definitely could. Okay. <laughs> 
Every Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, and also on Saturdays from 12 to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. All you need to do is dial the phone number 646-716-5525, and don't forget to press the one button to talk on The Bobby Eaton Show. All right. Hey, we're back. Uh-oh, let me a little squeaky squawk going on right here in the studio. Hey, welcome back to the Bobby Eaton Show, where we tell our stories our way. And uh, joining us in the conversation is Brother Chief. What's going on there, sir? Everything all at the same time. Everything's going on here, man. Great, great, man. We're here, man. I got some powerhouses in the house. Yeah, you got power in the you house. Know, power in the house, <laughs> you know, which is a great thing. How do you feel about all of this going on, man, upcoming election, uh, you know, and, you know, just in our community in general? Well, you got a lot of people in their feelings right now. Yeah, they are. So we're not going to get in our feelings, right? Right. It's all about the, the intellectual measurements of our progress. And uh, right now, that's what we're dealing with. I think that's where we are. We're in a progressive state. You got a lot of people who talk about being progressive but don't really do anything. Yeah. And talk, you got to talk, right? And yeah. And you got a, a lot, lot of talk. people who, uh, you know, who like to intellectually masturbate on social media and don't not produce much. You know, we deal with that too. Uh-huh. <laughs> you Ooh, know, so uh, yeah. You know, those are the kind of things that we that we observe. You know, it's like you you that's all you do. You just observe it. You, you don't involve in it. You don't engage with it because too much of that is really a waste of time. You know, and I I, I look at it and I say, you know what? If we use if we really use this uh, social media as a means to for for progression, for creating change, for organizing, it would be worthwhile. But for the most part, people utilize it to, um, for it's kind of, yeah, and it's not just entertainment, entertainment, not just entertainment. It's a, it's a, it's a means for coward, coward assassin, cowardly assassination. Mm-hmm. You know, when people can, you, you, you got, you got open forums, you got open meetings and people utilize social media as a, as a means for assassination attempts, character assassination, mm-hmm. instead of utilizing your voice in an open place, especially mm-hmm. if, a, if a space is created that's safe for us. To have our conversation, to have our dialogue, because I think the greatest insult to our intelligence is people won't allow us to disagree, intellectually disagree, without saying we're being divisive. <laughs> right. Right. You see what I mean? Wow. That's that's a sign of that's a sign of mental weakness. Mm-hmm. Right. That means you you lack integrity. You lack 
personal perseverance. You know, my daddy used to say, "Generation, that generation is soft." Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. what you're dealing with. You're dealing with soft-minded people mm-hmm. who don't have the intellectual capacity just to say we can converse, have an intellectual conversation, and disagree. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's right. real. You know, we're just trying to keep it real, and, and we don't have any options with that. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's what's going on right there. So uh, great words of wisdom. You know, we're going to continue talking about some of that, you know, uh, throughout the show. But Vanessa, we're getting here. We were going to talk about, you know what, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. Hearing. Go ahead and talk about it. Okay. We, we, we're talking about the public hearings. The public uh, hearings. That I have requested uh, in relation to uh, the uh, the equality study that the city of Tulsa released uh, not too long ago. Um, as it relates to uh, justice, mm-hmm. um, it was found that African Americans uh, are five times as likely to be victims of officer use of force and two times as likely uh, to be racially profiled. And so what the Equality Indicator Study uh, released, that's just, just, that's just two statistics, but they co- it covers uh, uh, about eight different themes uh, throughout the city of Tulsa. And so uh, with the NAACP Legal Defense Fund and over 50 leaders in this community, uh, it was requested that we hold public hearings uh, about these numbers. Uh, and not just to, to have a, a complaint session about them. Um, the, the, the study itself was beneficial because it proved what people in this community has known and have experienced for decades. Uh, and so uh, if, if nothing else, it, it basically uh, acknowledged uh, the experience of the life experiences for so many in, in, in District 1 and throughout the city for that matter. Um, and so what we are doing and what I've requested is to host these public hearings to not just talk about what the numbers are, but why the numbers are what they are. And at that point, we can actually have a dialogue and discussion about how can we move forward to improve what changes need to be made, what policies must be changed to make sure that there is accountability in law enforcement in our community. And which goes back to, uh, once again, this ethics, this ethics opinion that has said that I can't say the word police uh, or that I can't have any involvement with the police department. Because and of one, your husband. Because of my husband. But that's good. But he got all information <laughs> for you. you. I mean, that's, that's a perfect situation. Yeah. I you mean, know, he's going to tell you what's going on. Yeah. I mean, that's we, your, we, we that's communicate. Your, that's your husband. Right. So but, and what, we what communicate they, about these right, things. Exactly. Uh, and the, and, and mm-hmm. the ethics opinion is, is just too broad. At, at the end of the day, it, it was very, very broadly written. Uh, I, know, I knew all along, but it, it, it is now being proven to me uh, that this was an attempt from day one to, to keep me disengaged and ineffective uh, in my community, especially when I now know for a fact that ethics opinions have not been written on any other city councilor. Even oh, right. another yeah. city councilor yeah. who has a son who works for the, the fire department for for the city of Tulsa, mm-hmm. and so um, I'm I'm not I, I wasn't before, but I'm certainly not going to lay down for it now mm-hmm. because it is abundantly clear mm-hmm. uh, what the powers that be uh, purpose and mission mm-hmm. is uh, behind this this entire issue, mm-hmm. and so we're gonna we're gonna uh, keep the fight coming. Yeah, uh, I don't look yeah. for fights. I, I I I really truly do not. Mm-hmm. I would much rather uh, yeah. come to the table of discussion, mm-hmm. dialogue, and and address issues uh, uh, mm-hmm. peacefully. 
Right. But, you know, as I've said before, you know, it's always a fight. We've been fighting since we got off the boat. Yeah. And and that hasn't changed. Right. Um, it's just done uh, a little bit more sneakier now right. today in mm-hmm. today's time. But I am going to participate yeah. in these public hearings. Yeah. And I am going to if I got to sell fish dinners mm-hmm. uh, to go to the the conference uh, on oversight of, of law enforcement, then then I'll do that. I'm mm-hmm. going to do what it takes to uh, to serve my community. You know. um, and I'm also just to let everyone know, I'm also requesting that the ethics opinion be revisited. Okay. Uh, and I've, I've indicated, I've stated, uh, even the, the city attorney agreed and said that he believes it's broadly written as well, but yet he still wants to enforce it. Uh-uh. That's, that's not how I'm going to handle this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to challenge it, and it needs to be, it, at the end of the day, it needs to be rewritten. Um, when you talk about a conflict of interest, it's important to remember what that, what that looks like, what that is. And basically, it is when I or my household would uniquely benefit from a vote or for an, for an action that I that I am involved in. Now, if someone can please explain to me how me going to a conference to learn information that I can bring back to my community and duplicate or implement in our community uniquely benefits me, then you know we'll have something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can explain to me how participating in a conversation about uh, the equality indicators that was done by the city based on the statistics and the life experiences of people in the community. How does that, me participating in a discussion about that, how does that uniquely benefit me or my household? Then we'll have something to discuss. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope people can see through that uh, malarkey, um, mm-hmm. that this is just, it is by design. It is a way to try to keep me quiet. Uh, and to keep me in a position not serving my community, and, and I'm just not going to, I'm not going you're to settle. Sit, you're not going to sit down behind me. I'm not. Oh, I'm not. What's the conflict of interest? Yeah, I can see it. What's the conflict of interest? explain what the conflict of interest is. You got your camera adjusted? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I got it now. Okay. Look, the conflict <laughs> of interest, how can, she asked, how can me or my house are attending a conference that deals with that basically, you know, as a as a, um, a means of communication between her, her constituents, herself, her citizens, etc. All right, here's the conflict of interest. Uh, benefiting because you rescuing your community from a system that is designed to keep your community and your constituents, poor people and people of color. In jail, a municipal system, a, ju- a juvenile system, a penal institution, you are, you, that's a conflict of interest. <laughs> Clearly, you can see that, right? You, it, so you benefit from it. And really, it's not about how you benefit. It's right. about how others can't or won't be able to benefit, right? Because you're actually going to bring back information that's useful to your community and your constituents. Who are mo- as the as the as the uh, the equity uh, equality, you know, equality? Yes, as that as that document states, we're the most likely to be put in those positions. Mm-hmm. Not that it required a statement like that. We've been saying it for decades, yeah, right. right? They just somebody else just told the story. You know, you know how it is. Well, the truth. It's, yeah. it's colder on the other side. Yeah. So somebody <laughs> else told the story and and they got greater attention, right? But. You, you, it didn't again. It didn't require that. 
the the evidence is already there. The evidence has always been clear, mm -hmm. but that's why. All right. So now to back what she said about the discriminatory practices, it's not just with this particular item she brought up, the ethics. That same we dealt with the same issue as it related to the moratorium. Mm -hmm. the, the the first thing they said is, is this legal? <laughs> Can she do that? Right. Okay, first of all, why is it she can't do it, yet every other citizen, every other council person, and every other district has used moratoriums, right, to accomplish their means? Yes. Why is it all of a sudden it's District illegal. 1 can't use a moratorium? And you got to get the advice for weeks on. Not one, you got to vote one week, come back, vote another week, keep going. You <laughs> see what I'm saying? Why? Why is that? And you got another city councilman pointing it out to, to the rest of the councilors that you are, in essence, discriminating against District 1, and you can't even see it. <laughs> your, your cognitive dissonance is so foul. Right. So, you're so right. dysfunctional in your thinking. You're so conditioned to think that District 1 deserves whatever you give it right. or whatever they beg, right? right? That's, what, that's what the deal is. Uh -huh. that's, you see what I'm saying? We're talking about ethics, <laughs> being ethical. Right. No. When you were a slave. I, I remember hearing that. Um, mm, yeah, I've been I've heard that before. While we were you know? in the city council mm -hmm. meeting that right. um, why can't we just take what they give to us mm -hmm. until and I'm like, what the They want us to just take take. And that was by a former mm -hmm. city council member. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. See mm -hmm. what what Vanessa what, what Vanessa has done is dangerous. And this is this is what she has done that's that's dangerous. She has taken a mirror and has pointed it to the community. And I've grown to get away from the word empowerment because I believe that we already have power. Mm -hmm. We just don't realize that we have it. Have it. And so if I'm if, if I'm able to empower you, that means I can take your power away too. If I can give you power, I can take it. Right. We okay. already have a power that we came onto this earth with. All Vanessa Dunn has been taking a mirror and showing you that you have the power to change your community. That's dangerous to this system. Like yeah, she was saying, it is dangerous. And if you notice, Vanessa has been the only person in a very, very long time in this community to stand up and say, I'm not going for that. Mm -hmm. I know it's better. And she stands up and she says no. And she fights for what is better because she knows that it's there. Mm -hmm. And we're getting used to that as a community. Yeah. But I, I've noticed that the town hall meetings have been a lot more, you know, a lot more, more people, people starting to show up. And Vanessa, you engage young people too. Absolutely. See, you're dealing with the young people. Some of our other elected officials never did really engage young people. Right. You know, it was just always the seniors that were involved and in, you know, but now it's young people. Yeah, you have to engage everybody that's a part of the community. Mm -hmm. Right. Period. You can't leave anybody out. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. So and it's helping out, that's you know, and like I Christy, I like what you just said about that mirror. Because when you take a look inside, look in the mirror, you can't see anybody but yourself. That's right. And you gotta ask yourself, what am I doing to make a better district one and a better community? 
Mm-hmm. You know, but I tell people on the show all the time, I say, look here, some of y'all just sitting around on your rusty dusties <laughs> and you're not doing nothing. And you could at least put in a few hours a week to volunteer to help a child out, or be a big brother, a mentor, mm-hmm. teach these boys how to saw hammer and nail, you know what I mean? How to have gardens and stuff like that in our community. Uh, go over to a senior citizen's house, you know, and help them mm-hmm. and stuff. cut the grass. It ain't going to kill you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Take a few hours to invest into your community. Right. You can do things that don't cost money, right. but right. to impact somebody's life, to make a difference and put a smile on somebody's face. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to be about, putting some more smiles on some of our people's faces rather than fussing and cussing and, and jumping on them and beating them down and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. lift somebody up for a change. You know, I ain't always been been like where I'm at right now because I've been on them streets too. I did right. the drugs, the alcohol, the running, chasing the women, the whole this foolishness, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But now you're the wisdom sets in. See, a lot of young people, we need their energy mm-hmm. they need our wisdom Absolutely. you know what i mean and that's what's really needed and when you can get both of those and sync together mm-hmm. i mean look what you got yeah. you know what i mean look, look look exactly what you got so we need to do that to empower and we need people in positions our elected officials who have that, th- that same kind of mindset to not empower like you say we already mm-hmm. got the power to but to go forward mm-hmm. and do what's necessary for a better life for all of us because we know what the system is mm-hmm. you know we systematically mm-hmm. controlled and we basically still in slavery in a lot of ways oh, mental mm-hmm. slavery you know what I mean because everything that we do uh, white people are involved basically mm-hmm. the shirts that we wear the clothes some of the clothes that we wear the cars that we drive the houses that we live in and all of that you know we got to get back to buying black from black people and building black mm-hmm. so Let's get with our elected officials who are about something. That's the ones right. who are out there in the trenches. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Vanessa, you're out there in the trenches. I see it. You know, I'm not just saying it, mm-hmm. you know, but I see it. And I see right. those who come through this door in our community radio station. Mm-hmm. You know, I know who's who, you know, because, uh, you know, this is grassroots. I mean, I have everybody from attorneys, judges, all the way down to news people, all the way down to alcoholics and drug addicts coming inside this building mm-hmm. right here. And uh, I can tell who's who, you know, after meeting with people. And I have a love for our people just like you do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, we got a phone call. Look like we got a couple of people trying to call in. Ooh, let's go to the phone line. Area code 918946. You're on the Bobby Eaton Show. Hey, how you doing on the Bobby Eaton Show? Great. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? I'm calling from uh, North Tulsa, District okay. One. This this is a Negro Spiritual 121, aka <laughs> <laughs> Negro Spiritual. <laughs> How are we doing, bro? I'm doing I'm well. I'm doing well. I'm glad you got our our lovely city councilwoman on the radio talking about what she's been doing, where she's going, and how they're going to continue to do great work in our community. Yeah, Thank man. It's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. You're doing some great things, too, in the community as well. You know, continue on, on that Negro spiritual. You know? And, uh, you know, keep it moving. Oh, yeah. It takes us all. You know, it takes us. That's our motto. And I'm, I'm happy to do my part, whatever I can do to keep 
to keep us moving forward. I want to be a part of it, and I want, you know, that's why God brought me brought me here back from my hundred years to be a part of that. To, yeah, to you got a story to tell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like uh, when Christy said, Vanessa, put the mirror up so that we can see what what are we doing? Are you just sitting there complaining? Oh, they not doing this and they not doing that. This ain't happening. That no, that ain't what it is. Get out and make uh-huh. a difference. Yeah, make a difference. That's what you mm-hmm. gotta do. Well, man, and thank you very- for calling. Okay. What did you say? All right. Oh, no, I just wanted to give another shout-out. I to give a shout-out to that expungement expo, that the first one that happened and the next oh, one. Yeah. 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 We love that, you know, the expungement expo. we got to do another one of them. Look out, you guys. Spread the word. We're going to be announcing it on the radio, so we're going to be telling everybody what's going on in our community. And uh, thank you for calling in, okay, caller? All right. I have a good one. All right. Take care. All right. Let's go to phone lines again. Let's see what we got here. Area code 972 You're on the Bobby Eaton Show. Hey, Bobby. Hey. Hey, hey Christy. Hey, Rob T. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Dooney. Okay. Uh, How you doing? Yeah. I Um, I want to uh, publicly um, just say to Vanessa that what we missed and didn't realize it until you came on the scene was a personable relationship with government. Mm -hmm. And so you have definitely, from what I have seen and observed and participated in, brought the government to the people. And that, and I, and I just want to say that I know I've worked with uh, some of the other candidates, and I know some of the candidates are running um, because our families were very close. And what I, and I've listened to and been at uh, a lot of the debates with the three of you that are running mm-hmm. for District One. And what I get from it, and just me personally, I don't see that coming. What you are doing, bringing the government to the people, I don't see that happening. Now, I think um, one of our mutual friends had said at another, um, I think it was your kickoff, and it's something that stuck to me, and I have been repeating that, when the lion makes the kill, the hyena show up, and that is very, very much the case, I think, um, because you have proven by hitting the ground, and everywhere I go on a public meeting, I see you, and I see you in the community, I see what you're doing, and I just want to applaud you publicly for what you've done, and I think that listening that is sitting on the fence should know that we need to be informed and we don't need to be surprised mm-hmm. and so I think that um, you know you're doing a really good job yes. now I do have a question yes. um, with the expungement and I was not able to 
to go to that particular public um, gathering with the expungement or what I'm concerned with and what my question is, once that our brothers and sisters have been expunged, will they be able to vote? Oh, absolutely. You don't need an expungement to vote. As soon as you have completed your sentence, whether and I mean not being on probation or parole, once you have completed you should, you can register to vote and vote immediately. You do not get and that's by design. That's one of those things that's by design too. As I've been out walking, knocking on doors, I can't tell you how many people I've come across who have who have completed their sentences and thought that they could never vote again. At some point in the process, they are told that you will never be able to vote again. I don't know if this is before they get mm-hmm. into the system or after they get into prison, whatever the case may be. But there are so many people that are under that. Uh, misunderstanding, not misunderstanding that lie. They have been lied to. So right now, if you if felon, it matter. If you have completed your sentence, meaning you are not on probation, you are not on parole, you are under no supervision, you can immediately register to vote and vote. That's that, great. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, yes, ma'am. Okay, guys. All, All right, right. Thank hey. you. All right. Thank you, Dooney. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, hey, we're here on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. Also, District 1 City Council member Vanessa Hall Harper is here. And uh, we got a couple of announcements coming up. We got some events getting ready to take place. And, uh, oh, let me get you. Mm-hmm. Get, get close up there and tell them about some of the events going to take place on August 11th. August the 11th, the Bobby Eaton Show presents. Manhood, we will have a panel of great, great, awesome African-American men here in the North Tulsa District speaking with young men ages 12 and up on what it takes to on uh, to go along that manhood. Right. Uh, what's the time frame? That is, we will be at Rudisville Library, uh, 2.30 to 4. I'm not going to say 4 because the other 15 minutes yeah. are getting, uh, collecting ourselves. Mm-hmm. So from 2.30 to 4.30, August the 11th at Rudisville Library. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to have some little cakes and little, yeah. little cookies and juice. Yeah, and some of our panel. Chief's going to be on Chief that panel. Chief's going to be there. Chief's going to be on there. So Chief, uh, our great there, yeah. Hank Bird will be there. Um, Mario uh, Dominic Durant, Ramal Brown. Uh, oh my goodness, yeah. Keith Reed is bringing a lot. Yes, Keith Reed. Oh, yes, coming also. What's the name of it? It is Journey to Manhood. Journey to Manhood. I mean, all young men ages 12 and up, and it's right. free to the public at Rudis Hill Library, August 11th, 2.30 to 4.30 p.m. That's what we're doing. It's going to be great. Uh, yes, giving back to the community, doing something for our youth. Yes. You know, we need to get involved in our youth. Too many young men are lost, and we need to get them, and get them going, yes, you know, going in the right direction. I also want to add. Okay, go on. Come on, Nisi. You, you know. <laughs> No Facebook Live is tripping over right. there. Okay. I also want to add that starting in September, the second Monday in September, I will be starting my Tenacity Youth Group of yeah. meetings back up again. Right. Uh, starting my seventh year that. Uh, if you are interested in coming and speaking to a young group of children ages 12 to 21, 
uh, about life skills, social skills, educational resources, uh, autonomy. Uh, we have career connectors. So if you're running a business and you want to talk to the kids about what, a, you know, about a business. Or just plain old good fashioned mm-hmm. edification. Yeah. The, the second on Monday in September will start the first. Got a meeting. lot of stuff going on. Huh? Right. Yeah. And um, the yeah. children get community service hours for these meetings. So all of my children that have aspirations of going on to college, they collect community service hours for coming to my meetings, as well as doing community work within that West Tulsa community right there by the West. Main. Great, great, great. Also, we want to let everybody. The, the juice. juice. People are always asking me, they say, hey, man, what's this juice radio show? And I say, man, young people from various Tulsa public schools, Booger T. McLean, right. Central, Rogers, they come in here every Thursday night at 6 p.m. And they broadcast and they do uh, they do uh, radio their way. You know what I mean? I'll be learning a whole lot of stuff from youngsters. I'll be like, okay, I didn't know that. You know, they be saying these different, you know how they talk. So, you know, they go, a lot of stuff going on with it. And they're very technically astute and they know things. And we monitor their grades and stuff like that and deal with their parents and stuff like that as well. So that's a juice radio show every Thursday night. And speaking of the juice, the juice will be at Tropical Smoothie right. this coming Saturday. Uh, from 11, is it 11, 11 to 2? 11 to 2, juice radio show over there. They're going to be playing some music and and yeah. cut up inside uh, Tim Smallwood's it. Tropical Smooth. There's live shops remote. on Peoria, live remote. So they're going to be up there. You got a chance, go through there and meet the personalities and talk to the network. people. Yeah, go and, network. And bring donations. Yeah. Donation for teachers. That's what we're they doing. We're collecting donation and clothing. Clothing, that's yeah, right. Cl- for clothing, clothing and school supplies. And school supplies for teachers. So you got any of that kind of stuff, or we donate to help them. See, that's what we do with those kids. We get them in the community. And we make them do stuff. They're going to be doing something. You're going to be over here. And they love it, too. I mean, they them kids, they love it. And they love to go out and do things and stuff like that. You know, so that's what we're going to do. All August the 18th. There's so much stuff going yeah. on. <laughs> Ed Urek and myself have partnered up for the back to school that that's we're right. doing. And we're trying to give away a thousand backpacks. Mm. We're getting close now. We raised a lot of stuff back that backpacks. Backpacks with uh Damali and Charles Harper over there at yeah. Edgerac. And uh great we partnered up. We're gonna have a big old stage out there, a lot of entertainment and food, giving away those backpacks to back to school bash. Now if someone yeah. wants to be a uh blessing and donate to that uh event, how do they do that, Bobby? A blessing and donate to that they need to get in touch with Edurec here okay. in Tulsa. Just Google Edurec, you know, and ask for uh Damali Wilson or Charles Harper. I don't have that number right in front of me, but you can do that, you know. Giving back to the community. Yeah. yeah, let me tell you about something else that's going on too. We got one more, we're gonna move on. <laughs> This coming Saturday at the 36 Event Center here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, we got Rockstar Ronnie. Rockstar Ronnie going to be there along with um, Wall Street Band and Jay Frank out of Nashville. That's going to be a good show. You know Rockstar Ronnie. They'd be jamming the heck. You know, a lot of people don't know who that is, but you need to go on and get some of that funk. You know, so that's, 
and that's <laughs> yes, at Funk 36 North Event Center. What day is that on again? That is this Saturday. This Saturday. This Saturday. Saturday. Doors are open at 7. The show starts at 8 o'clock. And it's going to be packed. I, he came in here and he said, man, we almost sold out already. Wow. You know what I mean? Already. I said, really? I said, yeah, man, we've been sold about a bunch of tables and stuff like that. So they got food. So it's $20. You know what I mean? At the door, 25. VIP is 30. So that's Rockstar Ronnie this Saturday. All right. Back at uh, Miss Vanessa Hall Harper with uh, Tulsa one uh, council member. And Vanessa, we've been talking about a variety of different topics and mm-hmm. things like that going on. And, uh, you know, earlier you were talking about this grocery store. Yes. You know, which is much needed. And we need a grocery store, quality. Quality. a quality grocery store. So what's the status on that as of right now? Uh, the, play, the, the status is still that we will be breaking ground uh, this summer, late summer, probably early fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, it's just paperwork processes that, that are okay. uh, underway. Things that you know that has to be done, and so uh, I'm waiting to get that uh, that final word mm-hmm. that everything has been completed, and we can move on with the groundbreaking uh, ceremony. So you mean I'll be able to, about I'll be able to get some greens and sweet oh, potatoes. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. And eat some of that opposed to <laughs> around some, the corner. Yeah, better yeah. than some potato chips and popcorn. <laughs> You know what I mean? At the dollar store, yes, I'm apples, and apples and ooh, and make some smoothies and stuff. That, hey, that sounds good. That sounds great. The to other me. question from the community is the quick trip. Yes. Okay. Quick trip is coming as well. They're going through the same process and everything they need. The plan uh, also is for them ground. Okay, now that's for them right. to break ground this uh, late summer, early fall as well. Trip. So we're going to have quite a bit of uh, construction going on. Uh, yeah. in that area yeah. and, and they are quick on once too. they break ground right. it's, it's right. Right, right. Yeah, it's boom you know and so well uh, you know I got mixed emotions about quick trip now okay. don't y'all get mad at me okay. don't y'all get mad at <laughs> me yeah, Bobby right right you know I want to hear okay Bobby I okay this is where I'm at right quick okay quick trip uh, nice service convenience store we know this right right but where is that money going to go? It's going to go back to, it's not in our community. Quick Trip is Quick in trip. Tulsa. It, it is a home-based Tulsa. But in our community, right. I mean, everybody's getting excited. Woo, Quick Trip tax dollars will still circulate, right? Trip. In this community, yes. Tax dollars will circulate here. Yes, yes absolutely. Yes. And, and what I are like you, about Are you sure? Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, now, you're quick. It is Tulsa-based. And so... Concerns that arise, uh-huh. and and that's why I like. Okay. Our capital is going to be the operators of the store. Mm-hmm. They are here. They are. They live here. Okay. And so when issues and concerns uh, come up, we can go straight to the owner. Okay, straight to the you owner. Know, that's what that's what's beneficial about um, having locally mm-hmm. owned businesses. Okay. And Quick Trip, where is it? Is it is a company. It is national. I know. I know we're gonna have right. started here in. We're gonna have some so. economic development starting to take. We need. We need to happen exactly. in our community. Good job. You know, good job, uh, right. What about that gateway up there? Any word on that store? On the space itself? On the space itself? No. Anybody? There's been proposals made. Uh, I, you know what? I, you know what I'd like to see up there, and I would love to hear ideas. But I would love to see, like, a famous footwear in there. Oh, you know, really? Some, oh, yeah. Something like that that's, that's a quality. Mm-hmm. You know, not the one. I don't go out and 
a hundred dollars. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah we don't so, need nobody else to. Eat. <laughs> There, there, there are some
Uh, <laughs> I said, lions all, I mean, anytime a lion makes a kill, I ain't. Right? They don't want to get out there and do the work. No, they want to show They don't want to get out there and do the work. They show up after the fact, right? Mm-hmm. Like 22 years later. Right. You know, I got experience. 22 <laughs> years later, I'm going to show up and get you a solution. Right. No, no pun intended. I'm exactly. just saying. All right. If I held on to a solution for 22 years, and all of a sudden, I decide to tell the world I got a solution. That's a problem. Big time problem. That's a problem for me. Yeah, right? it is a problem. Right, and then if I say, Bobby, oh, watch that word now. I will talk. I mean, okay. I say, Bobby, I win. I will visit your show periodically if I win. Yeah, yeah, if I win. Right? right. That's just simply saying it's business. It's going. We're going back to business as normal. Yeah, you yeah. won't see me in the community, right? In other words, I'm not gonna come by unless I win. We heard Cassie Taylor do the same thing. Yeah, she said I'm gonna get out of money to rebuild BC Franklin Park, rec center, and all. But then when she lost, you didn't never see her again. Uh, yeah, right. You can't. Those are right. I to say, I'm not just making empty promises. I'm trying to make something happen. Now let's deal with this save a lot of issues. Crush the show. They call this Busters. Yeah, I like that show. Yeah, yeah right. I love it. All right, so uh-huh. like you got you got people who who will complain about a lot, right? A but lot fight of- for a dollar store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you look into? Yeah. Yeah. That is crazy. You have people who will fight, complain about a save a lot store, but fight. To keep all the store. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, well. Now that is some insanity. Place. You hear me? Yeah. The condition in this deep, brother. That's it's, it's extremely. <laughs> when you can't do good for you, that problem. When you can't tell that shit don't smell like. Right. Yeah, right. That's a problem. I'm right. That's all right. I'm just saying. We right. Some people who think like that, of course. Yeah, yeah. but it, I'm saying that's why I said go back to elementary level. Elementary level. Let's keep it real simple. We ain't got to get complex. We ain't got to talk about tax dollars and tip districts and all. Of right, we ain't right. got to talk about nothing. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it real simple. Do you want a grocery store? Do you want a dollar store? It's real simple. Mm-hmm. You want it, uh, that's right? It. That's it. Cause you ain't. I'm just saying. You're not gonna find no collard greens in, in the in the goddamn dollar store. Oh, ain't and
right? You didn't see none of the people in those uh, in those centers or or, or Morningstar for that matter coming saying we want that dollar store there. That's right. You didn't no. see that. Not at all. No, you didn't see. You uh-huh. would, would not. You were not going to see it. It wasn't until it was built uh-huh. that you saw people saying, "Hey, come here, come here. You got don't let don't let nobody discourage you because people didn't understand what the what the agenda was. Right. People mm-hmm. don't was we're looking from a perspective because I get too much. In October, if they apply for liquor licenses, not one of these people who fought for that dollar will show up to license. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you got a conflict. <laughs> Have a conflict of interest, right? right. Because you actually fought for something that creates a problem for our community. Because that's at the end of the day, this is the entire community. I always understood that. That's why we support Vanessa. We support Vanessa because she believes in the idea of we. Here most. I, 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 I. Well, if I get elected, I plan to, right? right? And I'm going to use my experience. I, I, I. I'm going to visit yeah. that radio station. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to do something I've never done before. Uh-huh. Like visit District 1 and work for the community. Right. right outside of a boardroom meeting. At, I'm on this. But anyway, right. I'm just simply saying elementary. Think We can think on a very basic human level. Right? But at the end of the day, Safety. It was Vanessa who said a meeting at have a meeting at the library and we're going and bringing these police officers to communicate and ask them questions. Uh-huh. Because, I'm not a, did. because I'm not a police officer. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have that come through and tell you from this why you see police sitting in the car. Right? They, they claim they under undermanned and all of this, but we see them sitting in the car in the middle of a church parking lot right. and we ask them what do you and you got the community asking these kind of questions, saying why do we see when you act like you don't have time to interact with the community, I say hello. My name is Officer Such. such. I just want to get to know the people in my community. Why come you don't have time? People ask fundamental Public meetings and people get silent who got so much 
say on social media. Right. But they they quiet as church mice when you get in, in a public, public place. Right, right. right. Yeah. So it's like oh, they're gonna be on social yeah, media, knocking you, you down, knocking yeah. you down. Right. But what that does to the intelligent thinker, the intelligent thinker should say, "That's interesting. You had an opportunity to, to address the very person you're talking about. Right. right? Welcomed opportunity to address the person you're talking about without engaging in this process in this way." Right. Even with the last town hall meeting, Vanessa Hedge, she made it open, invited certain people to be present so that they could explain yeah. to the community. Mm-hmm. The community has concerns. We would like some answers to the problem. She didn't go in and make an accusation. She didn't go in anybody. She didn't go in. None of that. Nobody an opportunity for issues that the community is concerned about to be resolved. Show up. It's like we going hey, let's go to yeah, and when you're let's in, go to counseling so we yeah, can fix our problems. You're invited to one half yeah. of the party, half of the party show up, right? And then you get out, and the person who show up is mm-hmm. It's like, wait a minute, hold up! I showed up to counseling. Where was you at? Mm-hmm. Right? That's a that's a real problem. That shows a serious the dysfunction is we we want to we want to acknowledge. Oh, this is so divisive. This is we attacking each other. Every 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 confrontation is not an attack test. It's a test. It's a test of our fortitude. It's a test about whether or not we care about each other. It's a test about whether or not the things we say on social media is legitimate and real, mm-hmm. or if we just doing it. Uh, you know, get ego taps. Uh, how many times that like button get hit? Right. <laughs> that's what I. That's what you there. You need some. You want somebody. That's low. Oh, yeah, that's it. You know, because that's what you make the post for when you're, when you're in opposition. The ones that I've seen lately, you know, we were talking about the show, and it was <laughs> we were talking about some uh, Facebook posts here, you know, and that was what it was. We never, I've never seen that. I've seen that person uh, in a couple of city council meetings. The other person that made it on Facebook, I've never seen that gentleman in setting right town hall meeting city council not any facebook facebook group you know and it's just to get that cosign let me throw it out there and see how many other fish gonna light on and chime in and say i say and think like i think so they got butt hurt at the election uh-huh. And now their feelings are involved instead of thinking cognitively. Uh-huh. I'm using cheap words. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. damn sense. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So now you don't want to work together. You want to get your feelings involved and hurt the whole and thing. Why your feelings instead of that have been accomplished in the last, we say, 18, 18 months. Uh-huh. Yeah. Paying attention to those things, things. All those things that happen in your 18 months, mm-hmm. you know, you've, uh, I don't even know where to start. One thing that Vanessa has done, I don't even know where to start. Always gets overlooked is that these are and commission. Within the city of Tulsa, they all have been white. There has been no representation uh, people of, of color. People huh? of color, hmm. and the few of the people of color 
has been on there for us. Right. And right. And as these appointments have come up, the system works with uh, constantly. Mm-hmm. And the mayor will say, this appointment is coming up. Do you have someone who will come fill this seat? And Vanessa will call and get people to fill these seats. Mm-hmm. There are, diversity is happening okay. within these boards and authorities and commissions. And that's powerful because they are, they, our decisions are being made that affects us and who, and Vanessa picks people who will. I know she will. And so that, that's yeah. important. So. Good. Can I make a final comment? Don't make a comment, girl. Come on with it. <laughs> say what you got to say. We, we got to get, get out of here. Yeah, we about a about um, 10, minutes left. Most people know that I, I'm a political science major, and, and I love city history and politics. Uh, and a, one of, I love a lot of famous quotes, but one quote that I'm reminded constantly is that nothing is more important to a democracy than a will. Right. Nothing is more important to a democracy than a well-informed electorate. Mm-hmm. And the electorate are the people. Mm-hmm. And when we are well-informed, we uh, can be well-engaged. Right. And uh, a final quote I want to uh, uh, repeat, uh, give an honor to Dr. Cornell West. Um, and, and this is one that I'm going to write on a shirt. Okay. It simply says, if your success is defined as being well-adjusted to injustice, and well adapted to indifference, then we don't want successful leaders. Mm. We want leaders who love the people enough and respect the people enough to be unbought, unbound, unafraid, and unintimidated to tell the truth. Mm. And that is what I live by as I serve my community. Uh, I have for my first 18 months, and I will continue to do just that. So I ask for your support. Uh, if you can't vote for me, please pray for me because we do need we do need your prayers. Yeah. So, thank you for having me again, Bobby. Well, hey, thank you, Vanessa, for taking the time out of your schedule. Coming to the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell stories our way. And, hey, you know, you always pop through. Come through the doors. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we don't only just do radio. We do a lot of things in the community and get involved and in one another. So, Absolutely. You know, so that's it. We're going to get you back, you know. We'll get you back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Got, got your back. Got, got everything back. going on. Night with me. It's going to be good, huh? Okay. We're going to have a one party at the center, so yeah. if you're please come up and help us. Uh, and vote. Us. And vote. Got to vote yeah, on got August 3rd. August 3rd. August 3rd. August 3rd. Mm-hmm. August 3rd. And remember, y'all have been necessary. That's to say a while ago. My mom would be said a while ago that uh, you because you were arrested. You know, what I'm saying the mm-hmm. felony and thing or whatever does not uh, keep you from voting as long as your sentence has been served completely served. No yes. probation, no parole. You are eligible for to vote. August third. August third, guys. Oh, and if you need a ride to the polls, Uh-oh. you need a yard. You need an absentee ballot. Please uh, email Vanessa and vote for Vanessa D1. That's vote number four. Vanessa D as in district one at gmail.com. Tell us and let us know, and we'll make that happen. 
That's my campaign manager. Like, oh, you pretty good. You pretty good with that. Good right there. Well, I want to thank you guys. I only got a few minutes left. I want to thank you guys for coming out, Christy, Chief, hey, Nisi, yeah. you know how I feel. And once again, Vanessa, for making this happen. Want all of our listeners, keep in mind, the show is recorded. So for those who didn't get a chance to hear it, just Google the Bobby Eaton Show and listen to this show again. And uh, we're at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash WFUNK. And uh, this station is for you. We had a shocker on Saturday, didn't we? Uh, we had a uh, one of my friends called from India. Right. You remember that? Yeah. Called yeah. in here from India. Oh, and I said, whoa, cow now. He said, so you, you know who's going to call the show or where it's going to yeah. call. And people are listening and uh, which deal brand. And we do make donations here at the Bobby Eaton Show. Stop by 1533 North, North Oklahoma. And email us at Eaton at gmail.com. Support the Juice Radio Show. They got the GoFundMe stuff going on. Juice Radio GoFundMe. You know, and, um, yeah. Yeah, right. I'm okay. I got that. I got that. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Wanna and I'll call you. And I'll call, ahead, I would talking. call you from Africa, but, uh, <laughs> call right. me from Africa. Right. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. They'll be like, what lit? <laughs> 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 yeah, right, 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 right. That's what's going on. Uh, keep in mind all those events we mentioned earlier. I ain't going to mention them again. <laughs> you know, I mean, we we want you to, you know, keep in mind what's happening with all, a lot of, lot of stuff. Uh-oh. A lot of stuff going in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, this right. month. It's so busy. This is crazy. Black August. That's why they call it Black August. Is that what it is? That's right. All right. We're going to take a little break for those who want to stick around. You know what I mean? And we'll be right back. So you're on the Bobby Eaton Show. Hey. Hey. Ha <laughs> ha! 
been on the show and uh it's been uh Paul Harper and uh we're just doing what we do. Still in the building. Yes, what a, what a great, great a lot of great information making a difference in our community. In our community, yes. Right. If you'd like to uh come up with a show or the doors are always open here. You know Always open, so you can come by 1533 North Folk here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, or you can dial the phone number, area code 832-443-9499, and that number is area code 832-443-9499. All right. Okay. Well, until the next time, we want you to have a good one and take care, okay?
Log Talk Radio. Eaton Show, giving you information you want to know and music for your soul. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. It's time for the Bobby Eaton Show, yeah. giving you information you'll want to know, speaking on issues affecting the soul and music for the soul. Yeah. It's the Bobby Hello everyone, welcome to the Bobby Show, this is where we tell our stories our way, and we're here on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, 6pm Central Standard Time, and uh, we have a great time here on the show, keep in mind that you 6 p.m. And today we got my favorite dude, hey, Mal he of the Juice Radio Show. We're gonna be chopping it up with Mal. Miss Niecy's in the house. How we doing, niece? I'm good. You good with it? Yes, sir. Yeah, son. Trey is. What's going on, you man? What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Texas Playboy and Ramal is oh, gonna be no, here in just a second. But meanwhile, hey, we got a little updates and a. So let's see what's going on here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where we're broadcasting from. Uh, you attended a, a forum today with uh, State Representative Regina Goodwin, right? I did. How did that go? What, tell was, us a little bit about it. It's going. It was going well. It was like I said, it was open forum. We had um, Regina Goodwin, of course, was putting it. Up. Uh, Vanessa uh, Hall Harper was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, 